Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Creative Control with Vish Hey, how's it going? It's Vish here. Uh, nice, to, nice to chat with you again. With you, I like to say, not at you. You know, I know that it seems like I'm just doing the talking, but you can jump in anytime. Anytime you want. Just, you're going to stay silent? Fine. That's totally fine. Back in July of the year 2013, I attended a date of the Americanorama Tour. This was a tour organized and headlined by one Bob Dylan, and he put together this cool package tour. It features Wilco. It featured, rather. It doesn't exist anymore, as far as I know. Maybe it'll happen again. Wilco, My Morning Jacket, Richard Thompson some nights, Bob Weir of The Grateful Dead, other nights, I think other people were involved, but the, the show I saw, Richard Thompson, uh, My Morning Jacket, Wilco, Bob Dylan, fantastic day. I love that day. What a great day. And prior to the show, I caught up with a couple of members of Wilco, John Sturatt and Pat Sansone. They have their own band, uh, separate from Wilco, it's called The Autumn Defense, and on January 28th, Yep Rock Records is releasing... Uh, their new album. It's called Fifth. And at the time, we spoke in July, they, I believe the record was kind of done, but, you know, maybe some fine-tuning had to be done, but they just hadn't figured out when they were going to release it. So we're having this conversation about a record that I hadn't had a chance to hear, which is kind of, that's not, that is a no-no in Beachland. I would never do that normally, but I'd heard the band before, and I liked it, so I felt relatively comfortable talking to them about songs I hadn't heard before. And anyway, it felt like a nice conversation. They're super sweet, nice guys. Uh, the band is amazing. I really like the sound of it. And so, yeah, this is myself and Pat and John talking about the Autumn Defense, their new album, Fifth. And uh, to give you, uh, to whet your appetite, I suppose, uh, ahead of the record's release, uh, I'm going to feature a song that comes up in conversation on this episode. The song is the lead track. It's called... None of this will matter, and I'll just it'll just follow the interview. So you'll get a little taste of what the band is uh, is all about. So here it is, myself, John, and Pat of the Autumn Defense. Enjoy. This week, the Bookshelf Cinema is screening Inside Lewin Davis, which I just saw there. It's great, great movie. 
Dallas Buyers Club, The Armstrong Lie, Philomena, or if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, Philomania, I guess, and more, much more. On January 30th, the E-Bar welcomes Toronto MP Olivia Chow, who will read from and discuss her new memoir, My Journey. And on January 23rd, Kazoo welcomes Arc Analog and Carl Skeen to the E-Bar for an all-ages show. The bookshelf is an independently owned culture hub located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph, Ontario. Visit bookshelf.ca for more information. for breakfast today, John? I had, um, I had an English muffin, a wheat English muffin, actually, <laughs> now that you ask, right in this room right oh, here. Oh, over here, you had breakfast Yeah, the here. catering, yeah, we woke up at the venue, always uh, oh, it's a nice part of the rock and roll life, yeah, waking Pat? up in a parking lot. Pat, what about you, what did you have for breakfast? Uh, no breakfast for me today, no. I woke up late, slept late, went straight to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you have for lunch? Uh, there was, I think, there was a, it was a lentil soup and uh, a lentil soup, and there was some, some, there was some spinach around. I think, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> there was light, some yeah. spinach around. <laughs> spinach in the vicinity of your lunch—that's <laughs> always healthy. It sounds healthy, uh, guys. It's been uh, three years, roughly, since your last record. Is that correct? Yes, right. it came out in 2010, mm-hmm. in November of 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so it's been three years, and you've obviously been quite busy uh, with Wilco. So can you maybe talk about the time between the last record and this one and maybe where your thoughts were towards the Autumn Defense? I mean, I'm just curious how you managed to keep your minds on a project like that when you're so busy with Wilco. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in the last, really in the last four or five years, I think we've ended up, the, the Wilco touring schedule has just been way more sort of busy than we, we any of us expected you know and um if, uh certainly this tour we we didn't really know much about this tour and we, we haven't had a record out in quite a while so you know we always try to get to work on something um you know soon after uh or at least you know just just plan ahead for the next autumn defense record and um you know Pat is able to <laughs> make it happen pretty much, you know. He really, he has a, a great work ethic in the studio, and he's really able to bring it home uh, so that we can get a record out every three years, even with this massive amount of touring that we do. Um, yeah, it was a busy, it's been a busy couple of years. It's, it's looking back on it, it's, 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 it's all kind of a blur, really, but um yeah, we were just determined to make a make a new record, and we and we really enjoy it. I mean, we we this this record was made. Um, we did the the tracking with our band, with the the guys that we that we have in our live band, and um, and it's it's enjoyable. So it's it's you know we, we kind of look forward to just getting them into town and hanging out with yeah, them, and it's, yeah, so, it's, you know, it, it's it, we just you know we. When we know we've got an empty space in the Wilco calendar, we just go ahead and book some flights and get the yeah. we just get the guys in town and then we just see, see what, what happens. See what yeah. happens. Yeah, it is. There is a social element to it for sure. I mean, it's all work and everything, but it it, it is. It's so easy. It's just. I mean, having the same guys. I mean, 
Greg, Greg Wazorek, who's played drums with us for all these years. Um, it's just so, there's something, always something is going to come out of a, a session, you know. I, I don't think we've ever, you know, felt frustrated or something. It just feels that organic. Yeah, you, know? you make special mention of the fact that you did live tracking with the whole band, and, and that's, is that an anomaly in the history of your, of this project? Well, we've tracked, uh, I mean, we've done, we've done basic tracking with other musicians before, but, um, uh, this is, this is the first time we've had our, uh, our bass player, uh, James Haggerty on the session, uh, John Piricello, our guitar player was able to, to be there for a lot of it. So, um, it's the first time that this particular group of guys have been able to form the, the, the core of the tracking band. Um, so that that is a, that is a little bit a little bit different. And so what does that do? What does that bring to the the sessions that you you know what kind of experiences does that bring that you just haven't had before? So to have everyone in sort of in the same room. I just think it's a, a, a sort of a direct. There's like a direct channel towards uh, towards the the vibe and the the feeling of the band. You know, not a whole lot of discussion has to be had. Um, there's a lot of just kind of. Uh, you know, we don't really have to talk that much about what we're looking for. Um, you know, stuff gets stuff gets discussed, but I think it's just a just a just a uh, just a comfort level, just a comfort mm-hmm. zone. And, and yeah, it's a little more convivial, like having five, and you know, or, or four or five rather than you know, two guys doing a, a drum track with a you know a guitar or a drum track or three guys at once. You know, it just feels a little more. The social yeah, element the song is sort of the yeah. song sort of is is a little bit. I mean, there's as you can kind of see the completion and you know you can kind of see the what the end is going to be a little bit more than when we do a more skeletal sort of you know takes on things. You know, right? Because you spend more time overdubbing things and right, and, and this is a little more organic, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You you've made several records now. How do you mark the progression of the band based on this new album? Like, what are you seeing in terms of evolution of the band at this point? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, you know, that's that's that's. I guess that's more for for someone like you to <laughs> to to comment on once you've heard the the record. But uh, I don't know. I'd like. I would like to know what people. It'd be. An, I'd be curious to to know what people think about that. I'm sort of curious about it myself. It's so hard to judge that being inside it and so close to it. Um, I I haven't had enough perspective outside. I haven't had enough perspective away from the record to really think about it in those terms yet. You know, we we just kind of spent spent you know spent uh, you know the last uh, a good chunk of this last year making the record and fin- you know finishing it so I'm, I'm a little too close to it to really know sure I know I mean it's it's impossible to be objective about these things you, you have no idea how hard it is for me I haven't even heard the record so it's very difficult for me to mark the progression right now I'm just curious <laughs> if I, by the time you know people are hearing this I'll, I'll probably have heard the thing and everything will be fine but uh, in terms <laughs> in terms of sort of concepts or, or themes within the songs have you been able to step back and kind of find any of those that are apparent to you at this point i think it's more about i think it's still about maybe relationships i think i think it's more i i you know it's um i think so i think there's a few there's a for me there's a couple of songs about sort of maybe feeling sort of um i don't know trapped in a in a in a harsh sort of chicago winter you know i think it's you know in a um maybe some songs about chicago a little you know 
place that we love and you know can kind of hate sometimes too but uh <laughs> why, why, yeah there are places you hate in chicago why why would you hate places oh, in chicago oh, hate places in, no i, I love well i love first of all i love everybody in chicago but it's a harsh place to live you know yeah and i mean i don't I like to talk to someone who lives in toronto you know because i mean it's you know it's basically the same thing i'm i'm from new orleans originally and oh, I you see. know after 11 12 years of of winter you know it can get you know just a little seasonal depression but it's um you know it's home and you know pe- people deal with it and you know you ha- kind of have to i see up, you were, when you were talking about it's, but it's something to write about you know right you're talking specifically almost a climate a harshness in the climate not only that but crime and other things and 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 just a you know it's been an interesting time for the city the last two years. Yeah, you know, no, it's been awful. To la- read last year was awful, and and this year's better, but it's still, you know, it's um, it's just um, you know, it's something that's extremely in your face. I, I you can't ha- not an, write about it. It's an extreme city, you know. The weather is extreme. The, you know, it's it's the most, ex- you know, in some ways, it's the most expensive city to live in, and you know. States and gas prices are the highest. You know, taxes are the highest. You know, so people are people are stressed <laughs> there. You yeah, know, it's 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 just it's an extreme city. I mean, it's 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 you know it's it's extreme and it's and it's good stuff and then it's tough stuff and and I think that's part of why there's a, like a toughness about you know about Chicago and Chicago Chicagoans. You know, is is just getting toughened up by all that ext- extremity. Yeah, it was good for me immediately. Like I really got, I got toughened up in, a, you know, in a hurry. But like, I think it, I think I'm good now. I think I'm like, I'm, I don't need, I don't need to be, I don't want to be any tougher than I am. I just spent uh, a couple of days in Chicago not too long ago, and I, and I, I, I love the city of Chicago. But yeah, coming in for a little bit, you don't get a sense of what's been going on. Then you read stuff, and sort of sociopolitically, it is a very tense city. Mm-hmm. And you talk about the autumn defense songs and I, I presume they're coming you, you say that you're they're uh, a little bit about relationships so I assume they're coming you're coming at it from a very personal perspective but does that kind of socioeconomic climate kind of seep its way into the songs on this on this new record yeah well there, there was actually on the on the morning of the first morning of one of the uh, of the last recording session with our band there was a there was a drive-by shooting right outside the studio like you know, we hadn't even finished miking up the drums yet, and we heard shots, and and that set a tone. You know, I mean, that was you know the the the, the studio where where we were working is it's not you know it's not that far from where John lives, and you know not that far from where I live, and so you know it's you know every once in a while, you know, I mean the the recording studio is such a nice little warm fuzzy bubble to be in with your friends and you're making records and you're obsessing about guitar tones and you know is that snare the right snare and then something like that happens and it's just a little you know it's a little shot of of reality into what you're doing and you know I'm you know I mean our music is not political music but but you know your environment can't help but but influence the the tone of what you're doing and and you know so you know, that was that was kind of an that was sort of an interesting way to to be to begin this last session and yeah, no, it's beyond interesting it's, it sounds heartbreaking and i can see it it's very sad and it was 
freezing cold too. Yeah, it was usually like, that's that's usually you can always was, count on the the winter to provide yeah. a respite from that stuff. But it was it was, it was, it was January. It was January and it was and and I, I showed up like a minute after it happened, or, and there was a fire truck just spraying blood off the sidewalk, and he was white, and you know, I mean, people, it was, you know. It's it's harsh, you know. It's just no. It's it's America, you know. I mean, I'm I don't you know want to. Not all of America's like that, of course, but too many places have that do have that problem. As citizens of this uh, of Chicago and and of of your country, like, do you have any kind of take on what you, you kind of mentioned some of the extenuating circumstances and factors that may lead to some of this behavior and some of this you know tension? But do you have? And I'm <laughs> I know you're not politicians or whatever. But do you have ideas about solutions to these uh, these boy, situations? I mean, I, you know, what, I just what, look what, at guns. Guns being such the big, big problem that that we have, and there's so many out there that there's a little bit of a little bit in the lobby is so strong. There's a little bit of a hopelessness about it in my in my mind. But I I, I think I think generationally, like so many things, the way say for example, gay marriage. You know, it just it, it went from being. Like uh, literally in the McCain election, it went from being like something that they tried to use. It you know it completely turned in like three or four years, and it's because of the because young kids, even conservative kids, don't want they understand human beings. You know, unlike our parents, you know, who don't really. And and so you, I just hope that things can can just get better, just with which with the new generation. Of, you know, and I but you know I don't. Other than that, I don't really have any solutions. Yeah. Our solution is just to make, make you know, make records. That's all. That's yeah, that's, I mean that's, that's the best thing. That's that all we you can. That's, that's all you can do. No, and you're doing a fine job of it, if I might say. I think that's part of the reason people look to music, as kind of a respite from absolutely some of these feelings absolutely. and maybe away. And I, I've over the years can kind of see how your work in particular, Pat, has kind of influenced Wilco. Um, and I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit, but. I'm wondering if if being in Wilco has actually informed your work together in the Autumn Defense. I mean, there's an obvious... You know, the other thing we should probably mention before I get into this too far is, is how this band came together. This is going to be people listening. I have no idea. Oh, right. And I know that there's obviously a connection. Your connection to Wilco is, is John, right? Yeah, well, John and I, we, we made the, the first Autumn Defense record in uh, 1999 in New Orleans when we were both living in New Orleans so we John and I know each other from uh, uh, the Mississippi music scene because uh, I'm from Mississippi John was living living in Mississippi for a while um, and uh, so we were playing in different bands Hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And kind of knew each other from that small network of uh, of bands uh, in the late '80s and early, you know, up through the mid '90s. Uh, we got together when we were both living in New Orleans, and we um, wrote some songs together. Some some songs that John had written. I I just uh, kind of helped him finish, and we uh, we made the first Autumn Defense record in New Orleans. And um, so that was in 1999, and I joined Wilco in 2004. So we had had about five years of working together on this music. Um, when uh, the, the, there were some lineup changes happening in Wilco in 2004, and, and so I, I just kind of got absorbed into the band. I think I was already around, and 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 you know we had I'd been in the studio with those guys, and we you know I was I was kind of part of the extended family. Um, so that, that's kind of how it happened. I just kind of just got kind of just got soaked up into the into the Wilco band. John, what do you what would you say that Pat actually brings to Wilco? If, if you could sort of isolate it and synopsize it in some way. Well, I mean, it, they, but well, something to remember, I guess. You know, Pat and Nell sort of joined at the same time, so I think there 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 was there there did there there was this sort of it, at that point there was a little bit of a sort of. Uh, heightened sense of uh, of musical sophistication brought to the band, um, uh, you know, um, uh, with Pat's ability to play a lot of different instruments and, and studio experience. I mean, and you know, obviously we we had a lot of studio experience over over the years, but Nell's uh, and with his jazz sort of, you know, it was just a sort of just different viewpoints. Um, and uh, and just um, really, really, you know, adept musicianship, you know, and uh, so, um, but yeah, and it's it's sort of it's sort of gone different ways with each record, and um, just what they bring to it, and and um, you know, uh, through production or and through sort of Nell sort of stepping out in 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 the guitar, in with his you know, in being a sort of big big. Uh, feature of the band live well i noticed on the whole of that that pat you actually got a production credit which was unusual yeah. at that point and so it seems to me that and as i say i just watching the band having seen the band for so long i could kind of feel like your presence a bit more as the band went out nels is obvious i think mm-hmm. you know nels starts playing and you kind of know it's nels but i mean i feel like your contributions were a little more subtle but but they've been kind of long lasting if that makes any sense well, that's that's nice. That's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, you know, my uh, I enjoyed working on the whole of, and it was very, you know, the what I would what I did on that, my contribution and participation in the making of that record is, is was very similar to what I do when I make Autumn Defense records with John, or or when I work on any records that I that I you know have a hand in the production of. Um, so it was good. It, it was, it was, you know, that's something I've been doing for a long time. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of doing it a little bit in the wings with Wilco for the last few records. But it was, it was nice to sort of be able to just exercise that part of my my skill set openly. You know, with with Wilco. You know, without having, without necessarily holding back or for feeling like I had to kind of. Uh, sort of you know filter it through any in any sort of you know um, you know curtain or anything I could just 
I could just do it, and it felt good, and I'm, 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 I enjoyed it, and proud, proud of the work. Similarly, then, as I was starting to say earlier, before I got sidetracked by my own question, which is always awkward when that happens, <laughs> uh, how how is Wilco informing your work in the autumn defense? Uh, that's a, that's a little bit harder for me to 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 really gauge. Um, I mean, I think everything you do influences every other thing you do. You know, every every time you have a musical relationship or you you get involved in a project. Um, you're going to come out of it with, with you know, some new, you know, your vocabulary will be expanded a little bit, or you'll learn some things about your strengths, or you learn some things about your limitations. Um, so it's hard to say. I mean, I know that it. There's no way that it hasn't influenced it, but I don't really know. It's hard to say, like, in a direct in a direct way, like if, if it's influenced it directly, aesthetically. Um, I mean, I think, I think John and I have always had a pretty strong uh, sense of our aesthetic, of like what we're going for, the things we like. Um, you know, we've, we've always looked at the Autumn Defense as, as a chance for us to make records that sound like the records we like, you know. Um, so I, and I think that's been pretty established, but but Wilco is kind of the same. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that's what Wilco has always done as well, and um, so I think the two I think the two projects share share a, a, you know share that um, that goal. Kind of music made by fans as well uh, of music. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. We discussed a, a terrible low light in the making of this record, the Autumn Defense record. Uh, was there a particular highlight for you? Something that sticks out for you in your memory of making this record? Or as you mentioned also earlier that it's been a, a blur and uh, there's a lot of stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's like... <laughs> I'm just yeah, curious. So, so many triumphs to... No, I'm uh, No, I, honestly, well, just early on, I remember um, just feeling like really, really energized by a, an early take of a song we got of mine called None of This Will Matter and uh, at one of the earlier sessions and just... You know, and that wonderful feeling when you know you have a good take of a song and really something that kind of gets you off when you hear it on playback, you know. And and um, and uh, we had, a, you know, a few more experiences like that for me, you know, some with some Pat songs. Um, uh, and uh, so, you know, that's that's always a good feeling when you have a take, when you have a take like that. And again, maybe the sort of larger ensemble sort of thing informed that a little bit, but... Um, it's just a great feeling when you get a when you get a, a good take of a song, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's like, oh, that's a, that's a good master, you know. You can totally work with that, you know. I, I've never that that never gets old, you know, to me. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think for some people who never been in a studio, they may not appreciate that, but that's mm -hmm. that's kind of a huge feeling. What about you, Pat? Was there any anything that sticks out for you? Uh. Yeah, I, I, I'm with John on that. I think just, especially in the in the like the, the first the first session we did with this with the with the band, um, I think there was we we walked away from that session with just a sense that this is going to work, you know, and this this and this is going to be fun, you know, um, and that 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 did set the set the tone for especially the early the early part of the making of the record, you know, sort of. Before we got, you know, before you get too bogged down in the details and the, you know, you know, the, you know, the overdubbing and the mixing, yeah, yeah. and which is, 
which is you know which is fun in its own way but it's a different kind of it's a different kind of fun it's that's 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 more you know that's I enjoy that stuff I enjoy sweating all the little details um, but the broader strokes in the early in the early part of the record were were, um, were, were a lot of uh, you know, a lot of fun cool. well it's exciting I'm, I'm glad that this record's coming out and I wish you the best of luck with it um, before we go I should say we're in we're the Molson Amphitheater. And I don't know when in the history of time people are going to be listening to this thing necessarily. I mean, presumably when this record is out. But uh, you guys are on tour right now. And a pretty great tour. Can you tell the folks a little bit about this, this tour you're on? Uh, it's called and uh, it's called Americanorama, which was co- was it coined by Bob Dylan? That's what I heard. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't think we 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 would never have called anything <laughs> anything with America in it, or especially uh, or Americana. But um, it's uh, you know Bob obviously Bob Dylan contacts your band to go on tour with another other band like My Morning Jacket, who are old friends of ours. We've toured with uh, considerably and. Um, and uh, Richard Thompson, Bob Weir, and we've we've been able to collaborate with these guys on stage, and it's been um, several uh, really profound musical moments for me. I mean, just to, to jam with someone who's actually in the, who's in the Grateful Dead, and and just sit there and watch them play guitar, and the sort of DNA of that band coming back at you from an amplifier, and yet you playing along with it it's 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 almost too big are you a, de- are you a deadhead are you a deadhead uh, oh i'm i wouldn't say a deadhead but i'm a, a fan is that Grateful a bad, dead fan is that of a negative record. connotation um, that i, I think i think that would imply that i've been to a few shows oh, and, which i haven't okay um but um i'm old enough to have gone to, but the late 80s were you i was at a time i was in a scene that was it was not cool to like the grateful dead in 1988 i'll say that mm-hmm. but um but i i i love i <laughs> discovered them before that and then after and, and love love the dead and uh, Richard Thompson is another guy who's a complete idol and you know, to getting to jam with him so it's it's fun it's loose and a lot of collaborations that's cool what about what about you Pat yeah I, I I'm, I'm right there with John the uh, um, yeah the Bob we Bob sitting having Bob Weir sit in with us was really uh, kind of even surprisingly so like more exciting than I even expected it to be I mean I love those early Grateful Dead records but uh, um, I didn't really know what to expect and he just he was he was fantastic you know and it really it really was a, a great moment and, and, and Richard Thompson is you know I, I sit right behind Richard Thompson's amp um, when he sits in with us so I'm I'm getting a full a full oh, wow. dose of Richard Thompson's guitar stylings and, and I love it I mean He's just he's he's a he's a he's a genius. So when Richard Thompson sits in with you, what are you guys doing together? I know I'm going about to see the show, and I don't want to maybe ruin a surprise for myself, but I also, at the same time, I just want to know what what's going on. What's the collaboration like? Well, we're, we've done a couple of Fairport tunes that that we that we chose and suggested, and he was game for it. He he was he seemed to be kind of like yeah, what I'll do whatever whatever you guys want, and uh, so a couple of Fairport tunes and uh, we actually did a Beatles tune last night that we had done with Bob Weir we did uh, Tomorrow Never Knows and you know just kind of a big droney big droney freak out and the guys from My Morning Jacket joined us for that as well so uh, yeah just very 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 loose and, and loose and 
kind of a see what happens kind of attitude. That's nice. There's a nice social atmosphere to this thing. I wasn't sure if it would be you'd all be kind of cordoned off. I think that's kind of the way it was kind of brought to us and everything. And you know, we've yet to, you know, I don't think any of us expected Dylan to like jump on stage or anything like that. But um, have you had any, uh, you know, interaction with Bob Dylan or his band in, in any way? I um, not, not I watched a little band, "Don't yeah. Look Back" the other night on the bus. That's the closest <laughs> thing. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. No, I, I I've heard this. Like I think my morning jacket toured with him, and they said, "No, oh, we never meet him." So that's just the way he is. But it sounds like you're having fun without him. Yeah, we're having a great, we're having a great time. And watching him later on, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, nice. Well, uh, John, Pat, thank you so much for your time, and uh, best of luck with this record, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks a lot.
Hey, thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at CFRU.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.